off the production line for Supernatural Strength merchandise is the iconic Deep, Deep, Deep Inside shirt. Ladies and gents, get out there and get your merch. Links in the description, copy and paste it into your browser. Feel the love, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm pretty sure that the record button hadn't been hit just in time to hear the white oak breaking all his fingers. <laughs> was that you? That was some loud ass crack. You know when you give it the scary times. But he's still alive, ladies and gents. It's the white oak. Paul Lynch, check them out for arms. Say you what. I don't think Micah Yellow's going to be too pleased with his tan, but we're not bothered about that. And you can see that Ray is already sporting the promo of the white oak behind him. Tell me that isn't your character, mate. That is who you are. There's no doubt about it. In, in Latvia, we've got the man with the nicest hair in the sport of arm wrestling. It's Raymond Lapins. Is that Dubai there, son? Where are we looking no. at there? No, no that's yeah. Brisbane. That's, that's Brisbane. Brisbane. Oh! <laughs> the mighty I'm Brisbane. I'm taking there the source. I need the source. <laughs> yeah, I thought I could feel a bit twitchy down there. Lovely. Now then, last but by no means least, yes, I'm sure a lot of the ladies think that Justin Timberlake's dyed his hair, Ginger. But no, it's Ryan Bolton. How you doing, Solomon? Yeah, I'm not very well. Is, is, is Justin Timberlake, I, I swear I've seen him look half Ginger sometimes, isn't he? Come on, get the out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just hey, I, look, 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 look at that. I can't deny it. Look, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying what I'm just saying what the people are saying to me that uh, I look I look a bit like Justin Timberlake these days. Oh mate, that's awesome. That's my favourite. Tell you what, Ryan, that's brilliant. You are now Ginger Lake forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, like so, guys, in the two minutes since the last time we shot one of these shows, many things will have happened from a viewer's perspective. We will now know who is mm. the overall number one in Australia. Mm. We will know what happened between Monster Michael Todd and Travis the Beast Bajan. Let's start there. Paul Lynn. Pick it up, sir. What are we doing here? Is that even well, real? Since it's just... Since it's just been announced, um, I, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble, but I, I, I haven't seen Travis physically in a while, but uh, this could be more of a promotional thing. Could be. <laughs> well, remember, we're, 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 it already happened, so you can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This could have been a promotional thing, and the fact that, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> whatever is about to or has happened, it all makes sense now. So, oh, God bless him. I don't know. God bless him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I haven't actually caught up on the show uh, yet uh, that, that that all came out on, but I'm, I'm assuming it was Beauty and the Beast or something like that. I'll, I need to check it back. 
There's a good summary on Michael's channel. He he put it all together. Travis's trash talk and how he kind of called out Michael and Michael's response. Call. I think Michael called him. Michael said, it's like I was going for, I was getting ready for LeVan, and we, who was like Michael Jordan. Then it became Devin Larratt, who was like LeBron. But then uh, now it's, it's the water boy. boy. Now yeah. it's the water boy calling me up for a match. So. Yeah, Travis is going to love that. That's, that's, take that's, a, a that's why the Instagram post with the water boy Bajan. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, mate, some of some of the some of the stuff that some of the guys that are out there, and you may love the troll army, you may hate the troll army. I kind of can love the troll army. So and, uh, and oh, I do. And some of the stu- some of the stuff that gets put out, some of the memes and that that get put out these days are funny. What's it like? Like like. like a year ago, it was like we had one guy or maybe two guys in the arm wrestling community that would put out quality memes, and they'd just they'd pop up every now and then, and it was always a bit. It was fun. Now there's freaking fifty memes that'll come out a day almost every, every day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and like you know, I I feel bad for for, for Engin. Good mate of mine is Engin, and he takes it very very personally. Look at that board for zinc. He's absolute blasting it. <laughs> I love board Brazink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> look, look, look at this. Absolute oh, quality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mate, that, did, you, did you guys look at that, Rocky Barbosa? Did you see the um, meme that came out with Engin as a cat talking about the level that Devon had gone to? <laughs> no. I, Oh mate, I I was crying with laughter at that, and I love Engin. I was gutted for him, but that mate, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, respects to marvelous. Look at that. <laughs> Michael Tyson. Michael Tyson. It is about how hard you pin. It's about how hard you can get pinned and keep moving forward. <laughs> Absolute class. Hey. So how many is there? Oh my goodness! There's honestly, it's 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 somewhere up around two hundred, I think. I noticed that Herpes Gasparini's massively. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen Herpes Gasparini all over the place. Devon Burgoyne, that's good, isn't it? Some of these are quality. Michael Todd Justified Bone, yes. Devon Devon Saplankov was was the original, and uh, yeah, he kicked it all. Devin to play golf, and he's, he's still like the first person to comment on it. After oh, every, yeah, two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. They've got to be. They've got to be just pullers that are that are an account, and they've just I made loads more. They've got to. Can, can we pause and 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 like really thank them because they are commenting on everything, and that mm-hmm. feeds the algorithm. So like, the, people who want to hate on them and or get upset about a meme or something, so if you got funny. a channel and you don't like these guys, they're commenting on everything. And they are feeding the algorithm and stuff is exploding because of it. And even if it's like one guy with a bot or something and it's auto doing things, who knows? It could be. But they are feeding all of our content. There's definitely real people behind them because I've yeah. had fun with some of them. I, I, I like yeah. bantering, so I've taken the piss with some of these guys. And it's funny as <laughs> you, you can get backwards and forwards banter going. Sometimes I'll be out for a walk or something and one of them's commented on something, usually having a laugh, and, oh, it's a wedding king girl bit. That's where it's Todd, Todd. <laughs> That's one of the best, isn't it? Todd Todd's absolute class. Look at that. 
brilliant it's, thing. They, they, they're making compilations and they, like, every, every time I see some, some videos, it's like, oh my god, it's Oleg Jock's right arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and it's tiny, isn't it? Just little. <laughs> brilliant. Arm, arm wild TV. Arm yeah, wild TV. Where, you wonder how many, where it's gonna stop? Because it's, it's going to be a the norm. Is it the thing? Are you going to start seeing these come out for years and years? You never do know, ladies and gentlemen. At some point, we're going to greet someone like, Yo, Todd, Todd, what's up? <laughs> well, that's the thing. How many of them is one guy? <laughs> I don't know, but like I said, they've, got, they've all got personality and they all match their, their meme quite well. They, they, they represent their little meme in, their, in their, the way that they comment and that. So it's, it's people. It's people. I know. I, love, I, know. I, I love Michael I Scott's classified bone. That's my yeah. favorite. Oh, some good stuff. There is some absolute quality stuff. There's no doubt about it. But the troll army, as Paul said, they're everywhere and anywhere at the moment. So there's a lot of comments coming in from them. It does feed the algorithm. So roll on, mother fluffers. Yeah. Now then, let's talk about uh, some of the some of the opportunities going forward in terms of. When we can get some big matches out there, there's a lot of talk about who should be matched up with who, who should be facing who, uh, and who should go where. But one of the key questions that we've been getting to the channel, to the, to the email channel, for those of you out there that don't know the, the, the channel email where you can send some questions, just to give you that one more time, it's simply supernaturalstrengthchannel at gmail.com. That's supernaturalstrengthchannel at gmail.com. So you can send questions there, and we'll, we will bring them on to the fix uh, as long as there's stuff we can talk about because we get some good ones. But um, one of the questions that's been coming through consistently tends to be around Hermes Gasparini. Uh, can Hermes Gasparini beat this guy? We also see it in the comments on the channel itself as well. Um, everybody's got a bit of a buzz on around Hermes Gasparini right now. now Igor right show, now is in Italy meeting up with Hermes Gasparini. I, I believe so. And... Obviously, a few weeks back, we, we got the the information out there about the fact that Matt Mask is going to be pulling uh, Hermes. Um, I've got Matt Mask on, on live shows. We're going to be getting a lot from Matt on that as well. Um, probably actually will have done the, the first live show with Matt when this show comes out. But what I wanted to just focus on, guys, is Matt's taking it extremely seriously, as you would, because Hermes is a very, very significant arm wrestler. Do you think that Hermes' level has changed dramatically from where it was before? Or do you think that people are just, it's, the, it's sort of the, the, the buzz of the moment? What are, you, what are your opinions on that? Uh, I, think, I, I, I think Hermes is a level up from where he was in, in Matt. Uh, just physically, I don't know what his weight was when he pulled Matt the first time, but he's 115 kilos now, looks like he's made of granite um and so i think that yeah he is a chapter up but that still doesn't mean to me that matt mask is out of match uh, but i do think Hermes is a chapter up from where he was uh, me too i i think Hermes was like uh after uh, he got surgeries and everything else and getting back and and like he didn't came back and didn't do competition with you know some someone just you know just testing himself. He went to competition where there was Krasimir, Plum and Dimitro, all those guys you know start pulling with them and see how he ended up. And um, I think it was just down the road. I, I I think he's strong. I think he is like one of the most beautiful top rollers we have seen. Um, he 
like some of his match, like I could watch him and Michael pull all day because that match was so crazy. Irma oh, was Italian so super match. Yeah. So good, so good at controlling his elbow, the hand, the center, everything. Like so, uh, it's it's. I want to see the rematch if they make the rematch. Of course, why wouldn't we? You know, that's that's a good two top rollers. How would end up? I just don't want it to be one second match like it was before. I want to see war at least. But uh, yeah, Hermes looks very good. Motive like like he he didn't have the <laughs> the COVID blues, you know. He was like, yeah, I'm training. He, he posting all the training videos. He looks really, like, small, strong. Like what he showed on table with Vitaly. Doesn't matter. Vitaly can just, you know, been drinking for three days. He should still be able to, you know, destroy most of the people in the world. And it was, you know, it was... He, he showed how good he is. That's that's my opinion. So I'm excited to see whatever he does. don't care. Yeah, he certainly, uh, I mean, he has been for a long period of time when we had we had in the presence of greatness and one of the comments Michael uh, made, I agree with massively, he said, yeah, people are getting carried away about Hermes right now. Hermes always been a bad dude, and he, and he has. Hermes from arm wrestling uh, lineage, I mean, his dad, uh, Massimo Gasparini. Uh, if you're watching Massimo, how are you doing, brother? Um, a guy I knew very well back in the day, very solid puller, big, thick, thick hands, thick, thick joints, big blacksmith looking dude but um massimo was was a very very strong lad just a naturally genetically powerful lad and obviously hermes is that level up from his dad and um i was speaking to hermes the other day he's going to come on uh, in the presence of greatness probably come on there with his sister as a translator which will be nice to get some of his uh, feedback on there as well and possibly do a deep inside with him but we've had a lot of questions relating to him and i want to reel those off a little bit um, oh, first, we didn't go to Paul. Sorry, mate. You need a slap. We didn't go to Paul on your thoughts about the match. Excuse me, mate. Well, what, what, what? Who, who's putting the, who's putting the match on? Because I, I, I don't know, I don't know yet. If don't know. Okay, so I, I think that's a big factor. Um, mm-hmm. The rule set, the refereeing, and not, not think, to say that I think it's going to be PL. I think oh, that's what you were saying, yeah, maybe that's the one that they're just yeah. out there trying to. Yeah. I, either I either think, with him or Gennady, because. Like, so, sorry, little, little interrupt, because they're, they've been making, you know, these posts and things like that, and, you know, we talked with Igor, and he said, yeah, Hermes looks very impressive, and I don't know what is Gennady doing. If Gennady is coming from WAF, you know, from being a Federation president to PL, he needs to get in, and they might create some kind of gates to get in top eight, and that might be the gate, you know, one of them, so... Hmm. Sorry, Paul. Go. No, no, good. That's good information stuff I didn't know. But yeah, I think the rule set's going to come in the into play. Um, I don't think that it. I don't think that in any way, shape, or form, you know, using PAL rule set is going to write Matt off. But I think it. it it's probably um, with regard to Ermy's level, you know, his age, and he's clearly leveling up. He's clearly stronger now than he was then. I think. Um, that's probably just based on age and maturity and his work ethic and everything. But I feel like the rule set and his, his level right now probably puts him at the favorite, but it's, it's, it's really hard to go against Matt, especially if he's motivated. So I, I can't wait to see it. I can't pick it though. Matt, yeah, Matt, Matt's for me. Prospect, he? Yeah. Matt, Matt for me always been one of those guys kind of, kind of like Jerry, um, that, uh, I, I think the world doesn't 
realize or give him enough credit for how much of a badass he genuinely is. And I think on his yeah. day, I think on his day, he's a threat to almost anyone in, in the world. Like, I, I really do. I think Matt, Matt's a big enough guy. When, you, when I stand stood next to him oh, in, in, in the hallway, I'm like, holy shit, this is a big dude. Like and, and so to have the levers the levers that he's got, the hand that he's got and the, the aggression off off center, if Matt gets the hit timed right, man, it's not gonna be easy to contain him. And I mean he's proven that. Even though he's struggled with Devin, he's always been so friggin' close to Devin. Um he's pinned Devin before but just hasn't won those matches or whatever. And and yeah, so I I I, I think that anyone who thinks Hermes is just gonna roll through Matt is is kidding themselves and no, um, yeah. If, 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 well, the if the irony rip- is with that, I actually think that the finish either way is quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. given the uh, style. Yeah. So, so let's say if um, the danger for both Matt and Hermes, this is like one of those reputation high risk match in it because you have a situation where whoever gets the bite, he'll finish yeah. the other dude, and he's going to so do it quick. My so worry is it'll be this much more. It's going to be boom, boom, boom. Done. And if Matt's got yeah. this much more, boom, 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 done. I'm with you, Ryan. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I'm worried that in the if it is in the PAL or those strict rules, that given the nature of the of the the, the style, it's going to be conducive to elbows popping up, and we might well, we we might just see lots of rounds go to fouls, and uh, I'd hate That'd to see that. Four. Oh, God, I'd, yeah. I'd hate that. Wouldn't it be oh, that? But that, that's that's kind of the way two guys like that with lots of back pressure, lots of pronation, yeah. lots of commitment to hit. Elbows pop up all the time with that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Now the next one that we had. Sorry, lads, I'm not going to name your names because there's about eight of you. All came with the same question. In fact, we had two arm wrestlers that got so much question around. The first one, Onga Bayef. It was Hermes Gasparini. How would he do with Onga Baev? Um, now, one of the guys in there, and I can't remember which one it was, but he said, uh, uh, and another guy actually commented in on the show that, that said, uh, I wish I had the comments in front of me, I'd look back, but he said, uh, Hermes is not uh, an Eva Quintaris level top roller. I would actually disagree with that. I think Hermes is just as dangerous as, as uh, Taras in a top roller. Yeah. He's got more explosivity. They're different in styles. They're different stylistic arm wrestlers, but he's just as dangerous. He's, he's in some instances potentially slightly more dangerous because of that explosivity of the start. Very, very, very powerful lad. And um, what do you think, guys? Ongabayev and Hermes. I'm going to go with Hermes. I tend to agree. What's what's Ongabayev weighing right now? Like current? Do we know? I don't know, but I would have thought somewhere just above the 100, 100. kilo mark. There He's above there. 100? I believe so. 500, yeah. I guess something not like that. Of, yeah, yeah not, not, not a lot. He's not going to be dissimilar to Hermes, is he? He's not going to be okay. stat-wise. He's not going to be much bigger, much smaller. I think, but I think, that, I think what people um, are driving at is he's known as the top roller, isn't he? He's known right. as that acid back pressure puller. And it's yeah. whether that would cause Hermes problems. I think he, he stylistically, uh, his arm is going to be a little bit longer than than Hermes, a little bit taller guy. I think um, probably his hand is probably maybe a touch longer. I'm just making assumptions here, just given that he's taller. Um, so stylistically, it's it's. I always, for me personally, I always prefer to be the slightly taller guy. From if 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 it's top roll v top roll, 
Um, uh, but Hermes has proven, like we just saw him with Lillette, and he didn't have a drama with another tall top roller. So I think Hermes would probably get the job done. Yeah. I mean, Kigali's known, obviously he's known as having the that massive back pressure, and, you'd, and, and he, he's very good off the defensive. So yeah. he'll pull off the counter. And that would, you would imagine, that would probably give Hermes a lot to think about in terms of the, the start. You know, he's not going to, potentially not going to be as comfortable revving up hard and blasting into yeah. somebody like Kukali because if Ongabayev puts the brakes on, he's very, very good from there and he's an effective yeah. finisher. So, um, depending on the, the level of pronation he can achieve in the setup, I think that would, would probably make Hermes a little more nervous um, because Hermes likes to, to, to sort of feel the, the match in his hand. You can see that on the setup. He's not like a dead load guy. He's not Daniel Mosier. He likes to feel, he, he obviously is confident in his strength. Yeah, and he, he, he puts it in there and then explodes. And it's just how much, uh, I don't know whether uh, Kigali would be tricky enough to make him, to slow him down there. I don't know. I don't know. Very interesting one. Very interesting one. I think it's potentially a good match, actually. Yeah. yeah. As a result, as a result me, of that. Me, me, I think Amy's, uh sits somewhere between rank 7 and 12 in the overall list. If it's, I think that's the little zone for me where I, where I put him. I, I like, uh, I think he's right there amongst the, the Ongabayas, the, the Trubans, the Prudniks. Um, I'd like I'd like to see him in some live competition now and see where you know get a get a get a bead on him um, yeah. because as you say he, a lot of his comp- competition in the past he's been in that 95 kilo region if you've put on that much size and you've gone up to like 115 it is conceivable that you are significantly stronger so I'm not sure whether the mask match actually tells me much there because yeah. of the the manner in which I expect that match to go down. It's going to be quick win, quick loss. And I mean that, let's say, for example, if Matt Mask went over there and he beat, and he beat Hermes, that doesn't necessarily devalue Hermes' threat for me. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah, the weirdo factor in Matt being so long and so awkward and so tall. A match I loved that I, I tried to put on, actually, it was the original match, uh, was going to be Hermes and Marcio. And that's a match I loved. I thought that was very, very interesting yeah. because Marcio at that time was on was was really on yeah. a, a hot streak of form. Uh, at the time he he beat uh, Krasi, that would have been very interesting, very interesting. And that takes me on to the next one. And I, I'm pretty sure we'll get some controversial answers right now. <laughs> Hermes Gasparini, Todd Hutchins, current version, Ooh. big Todd. Ooh. Uh, Todd pull Matt Mask and did put the brakes on him, but Hermes right. is different. I think Hermes, if, if he can finish fast, and and that's and that's if. that's always been problem for Hutchings when someone is very very fast. Yeah, but but if if it's six, let's say six rounds, the later rounds should I think at some point you will put brakes on him. And um, Todd's gonna defend. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out straight off the bat and say this is another match that I've already proposed to WL, um, mm-hmm. and I love that match. Yeah, I, I, it will be a war regardless. I love is it. it gonna, I'm worried for Todd that he doesn't get the stop. 
Yeah, I am. I yeah. am. But I, I'm also worried for him if he does. I, he's, he'll get the stop. <laughs> get on there. He'll get the yeah. stop. I think he'll get the stop in WAL. I think like if it was, if it was once again coming back to rule set, uh, you know, I think that in WAL, Todd is able to manipulate the setup enough with the strap enough, to get the stop probably early. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and now if, if it's if like, he can, yeah. Has he got enough grunt? Mm-hmm. Which you rarely yeah. say about Todd because he's usually got enough grunt to do yeah. pretty much anything he wants. Let him have a problem. Yeah. Well, he's 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 at the back of that nine inch pad dug up. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't see him as losing from there. It'd be phenomenal. Like, uh, it would be a phenomenal superhuman effort for Todd to outlast Hermes if Hermes is like that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, he's got to get, he's got to get the stop between ten and two. It can't be like yeah. down there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody else love that match? Though I friggin' love. That's that awesome. I, I feel awesome like I, mm, I, I have to I'll go Hermes. Big, big Todd. Against Jeremy's now. If you look at the way Todd did that to Matt Mask, I feel like Todd was able to disengage Matt Mask more than he would be able to disengage Hermes because of how tall Matt Mask is. Coming down so far from Matt Mask, his pronation was more susceptible to being taken away and therefore he wasn't able to, to, to match up with, with, with the defensive side, with the defensive back pressure load or, um, with sufficient side pressure to handle Todd. But I think Ermi's being a, the, the, the more compact arm compared to Matt Mask. Um, I, I just, I don't think, I think Ermi's will still have defensive back pressure well and truly accessible. And so I don't think that Todd will just be able to disengage and drive sideways like he did against Matt Mask. So but the I weird thing is, we've seen Todd do that with guys that have yeah. unbelievable speed and arm strength like Marcio. Yeah. Marcio, that, and I tell you, you know what, I don't, that, the, the Matt Mask match was the first, was the last time that I picked against Todd. And the Marcio match, I was doubting him too, kind of, because just watching him practice with Marcio. Mm-hmm. I don't, ever since those matches, I don't pick against that guy, like, ever against anyone. And really, the Marcio comparison to, to Hermes is, is, is pretty sound. Yes, um, it, 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 that's how I see it. It's that X factor because I, I think me and you are on the same page here, mate. There's like yeah. there's a lot of parallels there, isn't there? A lot, and like lever length, like Marcio's might mm-hmm. even be shorter than 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 Ermi's, but the speed, the setup, where Marcio posts his wrist, to me, that's the difference between Matt Mask and why I picked against Todd is because he is so proficient in a full dumped low hand. And in my mind, I'm thinking, even if Todd, you know, when I'm assessing that match however many years ago, I'm thinking, okay, there is no way that Todd is going to get bone to bone on this guy. He's going to have to be fully flopped and blah, blah, blah. And then to watch Todd pseudo protect his hand, even against that low hand, you know, obviously he's pulling with it back a little bit, but to get the strap bite that he did, um, in the mask match, it just made me no longer really question him against anybody who puts their knuckle down at all. Yeah, um, because yeah. Todd's that Todd's angle is not it's not it's not like a presser. It's not Jerry Cadaret's no. like this. It's your wrist and hand can go, but he's coming back. Yeah. And and across. He's coming yeah, so and if you're with, getting opened up. If you gun it and your arm strength isn't there, if your integrity isn't there, yeah. He will put he the has, brakes on. He has rotation with his wrist back. 
Yes. He, like, he is still rotating through the strap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from from practicing with Todd and getting him to that side and then feel him just kind of drive up with his bicep and rotate down through the strap is just a different type of feeling. Yeah. I, I remember one's classic line where I was speaking to Frodo Hogland about one of his matches with uh, Narnestad at the time. And uh, he was getting, he was talking. We were in the bar at night. I can't remember one of the one of the lads asked him. They said, "Oh, what the? Yeah, I can't believe you go for that match with someone like Nicholas in that style. You know, the balls it takes to attack like that." And Frodo just really matter of factly went, "No, mate, you don't understand. That was a top roll. My wrist was just fucked." <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Uh, and he got, and this guy said, "Really? Yeah, yeah. I was trying a top roll, but his wrist and hand was better, so mine flopped." He said, "But that don't mean it's over, right?" <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he's gone for a top roll, lost his wrist and hand completely, just keeps top rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that just like a smaller? It's like a smaller comparison of Matt Mask and Todd Hutchings. Like they're almost like the same opposite people. Yeah, yeah. and and it and it and it's led to some oh my god, yeah, unbelievable match. It's just crazy. But but Hermes and Todd Hutchings, God, I love that match. I There's no way that that one's not a war, though. There's no way it's not a war. There's no way yeah. that that's one. It's one of those, if it's Unless not a war, it's flash you're like, flash pin, flash pin. It's the only way. It's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's just weird. Now, the last but not least that we got a ton of questions. Hopefully that answers everybody's questions, guys, who have sent in those questions about, about Hermes and how he, how he goes with, with different guys. Two more on the list. Uh, the next one, and I know this is going to get silly, Hermes Gasparini, Devon Larratt. Mm. And I'm going to let Ray go. I don't want to. And I'm going to let Ryan go. <laughs> don't worry. If you need someone to put their foot in it and cause some controversy, yeah. I'll be mad. Um, I think that, uh, I think that Hermes, uh, has a real chance against Devon. I think stylistically, Devon's a slow initiator. And uh, if, again, in the rule sets, where we are is a big factor. If it's WAL, I would, I would think Devin will get enough initiation to probably get the brakes on. But if it's a crisp start sort of PAL thing, then it's going to be pretty tricky. Uh, I, th- I think the explosiveness of, um, of Hermes would, would, would potentially, potentially get it done. I think that the match would be similar, uh, Oh, almost similar shape to John Brzezank against Devin Larratt uh, back in 2015 or whatever it was. I could, I could see Amy's pulling Devin that same kind of way that John did um, and Devin just not being able to get get where he needs to. Uh, I think if it's in the strap and Devin loads up and sucks down that, those lats and gets the cup involved, then yeah, it's done. But but uh, I think out of straps explosively as well, there's... there's, there's Danger for Devin. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. I'm actually the opposite. I got I got Devin. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Devin I think Devin's too tricky in the stars. I think Devin's got weaponry at his disposal yeah. and he's pronator heavy. And you know the kind of scenario I was talking about with uh, with uh, Kigali. I think Devin can do that same exact thing in the setups. I've seen him do it with uh, with Marcio. And put the Brit. I'm making that parallel again with a guy who's got the lever length, the explosivity, and what it does to their confidence in that hit. And I just think that uh, 
I think that Devon's got the up. Hermes is always a threat. He's a threat to anybody. If, he, if, if, if Hermes has the balls and the confidence to actually go more through the arm and deviate yeah. from his normal style of hit, then he actually would probably work well because I think his wrist integrity is first class. So if he went through and got it more onto onto the arm, he may then, from a sort of from putting Devon on the B side, he may be able to literally just reverse him from there. That's a, a real possibility. Um, but I got Devon because I think Devon's well-roundedness, um, Devon would transition. And even if it didn't work for him the first time, I also do believe that Devon's the I'll-break-my-arm-to-win guy. I think he'll hit in there and he'll, he'll, as he always says, test your frame. And I don't believe the man has got any concerns. He's got courage under fire in any way, shape or form. He's scared of call. And I genuinely believe that Devon would test his frame. And I think he's got quite a frame to test. And uh, I, I, I genuinely feel like Devon wins that match. Devon has more advantages, like yeah. experience-wise, yeah. technique-wise, uh, everything. Uh, Never ceases to amaze me that people yeah. seem to have written him off to some extent. Yeah. I know. You, you need I to be levels beyond him. Level beyond him for him mm. not to find a cheek in your armor. That's yeah. that's my opinion. So, mm. uh, like, <laughs> doesn't matter who Devon is having super match, you have to pick healthy, strong Devon. You know, even if he loses, he's still, you know, better <laughs> choice for winning because he, he can find that way, he can maneuver and find that way to win. And I think, yeah, he has, uh, right now, like, Hermes needs to be level beyond him. I know. See, I, I think, I, you know, I, I agree with just about everything both of you guys said, but I, I just think stylistically that that's not a great match for Devin. From the perception, perception wise, like, mm-hmm. like obviously Devin is going to go harder, um, against a guy like, you know, Michael Todd, which that match is already. So like, we don't, we don't know what type of shape Devin's in right now. Um, you can only assume that he's going to come in ready for Michael, but like when we watch what Ermes did against Michael and now everybody's, you know, have, has kind of jumped on the bandwagon of calling Devin a Kings mover. And I don't think that's, that's definitely not the case, but I actually think that that is a major tool in his arsenal right now. And I think that that is that tool in his arsenal. If he has, if he is forced to go there, that, that Ermes can beat him there. Um, just from watching how he pulled Michael Todd. I, I almost think that that's another tool that Devin has started to rely on a little bit that he might not have against Hermes. So, I mean, I do think it comes down to rule set and what state is Devin in. It's really up to Devin as to whether he wins or loses it. But, like, looking at, like, stylistically, like a guy that I think has tools that could beat Devin or at least some of Devin's tools, I think Hermes is dangerous, dangerous dude. Plus, he's the young wolf. He's hungry. Um yep. And, and how serious is Devin going to take it? If he's thinking Don't about, know. you know. Don't know. It, that's the interesting part, I think. Those yeah. are some X factors. I think I think that Devin's got that uh, inner warrior spirit, though, that to a point, to a level that few men have. Stubbornness, yeah. Um, just absolute genuine fighter. You can spot it in a man, and he genuinely's got it. He's got nothing to prove. Um, you can see it. It's in their eyes, and he just, he just has. He's got it. He, he he's a genuine fighter, and I believe that he'd turn it into a 
a fight, turn it into a dog fight from the moment their elbows hit the pad through the setups, through you know, and I think he could potentially frustrate Hermes a little yeah. bit. <laughs> if if Hermes was frustrated, good. if Hermes yeah. was frustrated by the Matt Mask experience, yeah, it's going to be that and more. Yeah. From the That's Devin a good experience. point. That's a good point. And yeah. Devon, Devon, you know, I've come back to it many times. I didn't call him no limits for nothing. Guy's got so many options, and and going back to what Ray said, you know, and and and. Also, just picking up on what you said then, Paul, the fact that people have categorised him now as a king's mover, um, and, he, and I don't think he necessarily is in that match. And, and, and I go with what Ray was saying there. He's got he's got more advantages. He's got more options. And I think in that match, it'd be one of those where he could come away from the king's move to some extent, just use some pronation in the setup, but then go back to orthodox pulling. And which we talked about a couple of shows ago, whether or not the Michael Todd matches that day, whether or not. If Devon can, can can maintain centre, Devon is a threat to Michael Todd. Of course, yeah. yeah. Even the stronger version of Michael. When, we've, when I've spoken to Michael over years, I see certain, very much what you were saying, Paul, you know, styles do make matches, and Devon is a dangerous match for Michael for a number of reasons, not least of which he's got so many options so many options and so much bravery and versatility in the match to try different stuff. But if he can hold centre, if he's, if the strength yeah. gap is close, which I'm actually not sure it can be, it depends where Devon's at. And like you say, we really yeah. don't know. I'm just very concerned that after having uh, DVT that he hasn't yeah. lost a lot of physical power. But if, if the strength gap is close, I think that could be a lot better match than people are expecting. Right. Well, that, that really is the that really is the X factor. Is where's Devin really at after that? God, I mean, that worries me greatly because that's no joke. You've had blood clots to that. I mean, bloody hell. Yeah. Don't know. We'll see, won't we? It's only in what is it now? Eight weeks away or something? No, eight weeks away. Seven, eight weeks away. I mean, it's not great. Anyway, we shall see. Okay, Thank last you. one, guys. Who, would you, who do you think people have questioned? Who do you think people want to know how Hermes would go with him? Levan. No. <laughs> I didn't get one. They're going all the way. It's Prudnik. Ooh. Well, uh, Hermes, and, Hermes and Prudnik have pulled uh, historically, haven't they? Haven't they met in European finals? Historically, or, but he's or, never met Super Prudnik. Yeah. They're both the super versions of themselves at the moment. Like, uh, mm. so I, 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 I feel like Prudnik has one step ahead in terms of options. Again, like we just talked about with Devon, uh, I think Prudnik has a couple more alternative positions that he can employ to, to just, to just layer some fatigue onto Ermi's main main attack and if it's a super match I, th- I think that um, I would have Prudnik as, as the, the more likely favourite to, to get that in the long run uh, in, in a, a one round match I think it's uh, I'd probably go the other way i probably feel more towards Hermes because he's got more of a strike weapon um, if, if needed but I think super match I'd get Prudnik Paul have you got I feel like 
it, like we said, if it is the super prudent, the one from top eight, um, I, it's hard to pick against him. That version, that huge version. I, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, I don't know. I guess it really depends on how, how far Hermes has come. Um, I would, I would most, um, if I had to bet money on it, I'd bet on Prudnik. Ray. Yeah, Prudnik. Super Prudnik. <laughs> One Prudnik to rule the ball. Super Saiyan Prudnik. Yeah, because like, um, looking at Ongarbayev match, Ongarbayev is quite similar to Hermes, you know, he can top roll, he can hook, like he could do nothing in hook versus, um, Versus Prudnik. Um, I think the only thing strap. that probably uh, Kugali hasn't got in the same degree of Hermes is the explosive gene. I don't think he's quite as bullet quick off yeah. the start. He's he's different kind of explosive. He he pulls back with his arm. Uh, I think uh, Hermes explodes more with the hand and pronator. He's like here already yeah. and uh, under bio wrist integrity, more no. wrist focused top, yeah. doesn't it? Rather than, yeah. rather than so, pronator back. It's a tough match, of course, but uh, I would go with... Again, Prudnik is so well-rounded, you know. He, he, he has everything. And again, he's so experienced. He can find ways. He knows in a long match. Like, how how he put together in a match with Ongarbayev, who was very dangerous, you know. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, super Prudnik. Super everybody, Prudnik, everybody gone for Super Prudnik. I, I, I actually tend to agree. <laughs> I, I, I see uh, a revved and ready Evgeny Prudnik as a very special individual. I think he takes, he's got massive potential. He takes some beating from a lot of guys. He's right in the mix. I think he's improving and he's right in the mix. Now then, <clears throat> 40 minutes in and I better start this topic now. Another question that we got, multiple questions. Guys, I would like to know, how good is Travis Bajan really? I watch The Fix and I watch Arm TV's Beauty and the Beast show, in which Travis regularly claims that he is the the true king. You guys know Travis well. What are your opinions on Travis? If he was to make a comeback and was focused, where would Travis sit? in today's elite arm wrestlers. And we have had, that was basically, I'm reading that off the phone here, but we have had basically that same question 20 times. How good is Travis Bajan? Who wants to go? I mean, uh, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. go ahead. Go. <laughs> Leaving go. an awkward pause there. Uh, <laughs> Travis is as good as he wants to be and as good as he wants to commit to being. But he's also self-admittedly lazy. Um, and I can tell you that, you know, I've gotten to pull with Travis quite a bit. We're only about less than two hours away from each other. Um, he includes me in a lot of his things that he's got going on from, you know, events to, uh, to seminars and things of that nature. Are you so going to watch the Hachi, mate? Are you going to go? For uh, that? I had the offer. I can't do it with what's going on in my life. I'm selling my house <laughs> and buying them. I'm like, my life's in a whirlwind right now. So no, um, I may, I may go to the next one. We'll see. Anyway, Travis is uh, the versions of Travis, depending on what he's doing. And I've never felt, I've never felt the super Travis, the super Saiyan Travis, um, the real one, the best, uh, the best version that I felt was when he was preparing to go to Moldova 
Um, he was motivated for that. Um, he was motivated to send a message to the people of Moldova that he should be coming back there all the time. And he was the man. And that's kind of how he put it. So at that point in time, that was the best version that I had felt of him. And I know sometimes in, in Scottsdale, too, when he was going to do the Scottsdale stuff, he's gotten to be a pretty good form for that. But the versions, I think, of Travis that um, were at the best, I've never felt. And I can say that even at his the, the top form that I've felt, he is very, very relevant. And if he's motivated, everybody has different motivations in life. Travis is clearly money. Um, and if the money is there, this guy is top three in, in a matter of, of eight weeks, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you on that. I think he's the one. Uh, I mean, he's what? He's been pulling 25 years, 30 years, whatever. Oh, yeah, long time. So he, uh, once you've got that degree of conditioning in your elbow and that degree of time at the elite level of sport, you can you can have time off and not be seen as active and still immediately step back in and, and have all of that. And Travis is still 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 in that zone for me. I think that uh, the, the, the tool sets that he brings, I actually rate him as the best arm wrestler in the world when it comes to winning the manipulations of a setup, yep. winning, the, winning the conditions of a start. Uh, so that is always going to be a dangerous tool for anyone who faces him. And um and and the fact that for all that Travis needs to do to get back to that point of being super competitive is just wake up a little bit of strength and conditioning and and Travis will do that as you said if the money's on the line. Um, I, I I I would hate to be betting against Travis if there's money on the line. Like I just hate it. I I think that yeah I agree. Top three top three left and right arm for me if he if if the money was there. Yeah. Mm. Yep. When was the last time we saw good Travis? 2017? 2018, was it? Was it Moldova? Not 17, not 17. 16. No, no, 16. 16 against Chase. Five years ago. Five years ago. You cannot sit on five years ago, you know, without real competition. The longer you are out more difficult it becomes to understand the level. Every, everyone's still, you know, climbing to the top. And it's like he, he did really good on that WL tournament, and that was it. Uh, in Moldova, he faced um, Svetko yeah. with, 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 with what, right arm? No, left, with, left, with arm. left arm. Yeah, Svetko yeah. just had surgery. He wasn't even, you know, prepared for that. So I don't know how good Travis was on that day. Of course, you put money online, but... Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm sorry, guys, but I'm a big believer in people who keep proving that they are strong on table. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday, you know. It really depends on what you can do today. We can we can speculate everything, but you have to show something. You you really have to show something. You have to compete at least with someone who is high caliber. This is why, this is why we're, it's so hard for me to pick where Rob is at. Yeah, he's strong, but I'm, I'm like, if I have to compare to competition he is facing right now, I cannot even put him at top ten. To be That's honest, That's a difficult one, though, isn't it? That that the Rob, we don't want to get off topic. But but still, but that's but still, a difficult one because still. I think a lot of people outside North America don't necessarily rate the competition that Rob is beating, but don't actually know about him. 
it's but almost the same way. You show, you show it. You show it. You show it. We have competitions. You go to competitions. You show that you're the man. I know. Travis has been in this so long time ago. If he can still mm. come mm. back and if there's money online and he can still come back and compete, that's awesome. That's really impressive for, you know. But it's just talk, you know. Mm. It's just talk, in my opinion. Show it to me. I, I don't really care. I, I, I like it, it's not. It's not that I'm saying something against Travis. It's against right. anyone who is not competing and still saying they can beat this guy or that guy or you know or these guys. Like I, I could beat him. We practice. Don't don't care about your practice. Yeah. Go to competition and beat someone in competition. You know. Yeah. The good thing is so Tra- Travis himself doesn't go out there and say the, like, I, Okay, I, I'll take that back. Travis does clearly say he's the best in the arm wrestling <laughs> in the world, but he does that for just simply promotional yeah. sake. He's not actually saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so the, the, I, I, tried, I spoke to Travis literally today, uh, and it was kind of about this. I, I was like asking him, it was about this Michael Todd thing that he was doing, and I said to him, "Are you still interested in being a, a, a badass armor?" So I said, "If the money was there, and I know you're motivated by money," I said, "Ask him." I said, "If if your YouTube channel was earning uh, more than more than arm wrestling TVs was, and and it meant that you had to go around an arm wrestle and be a badass again, are you interested in that?" And he said. He said, "No, look to be honest. I'm, 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 I'm having more fun and making more money doing the promoter thing than I am doing the arm wrestling thing. But that said, if the money was there, yeah, of course I could, would, and I would. Um, so he still believes in himself at the end of the day. But he doesn't. But he, he's very, he, he's very quick to say that he has nothing left to prove, and he doesn't care for anyone who says, who says that, um, that, that anything otherwise. So." So yeah, it, it is just money. That's the only reason that Travis will ever turn up again. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I, I'm, I'm, I'm like I understand that. I'm I'm really like he really has nothing to prove, you know. Yeah. But to bring in again, guy guy kind of admits to says like I'm not really interested in that, <laughs> and we bringing into him in every competition. It's like yeah. saying like guys that yeah. bring in. Uh, Larat 2008 in every conversation. Like, yeah. that's not reality anymore. Or, or Tiplanko 2008. That's not reality anymore. The you Boulder know? 04. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what, 04. But, you know, I'm like, so what? It, like, it's same thing as these hypothetical matchups. Mm-hmm. Like, every a- yeah. answer to all of them is we don't know. And yeah, we yeah. will never know. Because right. they didn't happen. I'm like, in what reality are you living in? Um, well, yeah. it, from I, a promoter's perspective or, a, you know, interesting modern matches, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like, yeah, I'll just pick up the phone to Lupkus 87 uh, and Goodridge yeah. 93, I'll be right back <laughs> yeah. to you. Yeah. You know, well, you, then, can't, you can't recreate it. I yeah. think we get yeah. these questions in the comments mm-hmm. largely because of the way Travis talks. Like, <laughs> I mean, first yeah. off, he is yeah. going to tell you at any given time that he's the greatest person at anything, that whatever you're talking about, if you talk about pool or whatever, and he's a good pool player. He's going to tell you he's the best, whether he believes it or not. Also, there's a strong possibility that he'll contradict himself three times in one sentence. So, Which is wonderful. It, and he yeah, is as funny as fuck. His unbelievable, but people get caught up in what he's saying. Yeah. Um, 
rather than the reality of it. Now, the comparison to Rob is interesting, too. But I think the difference in the comparison with Travis to Rob is Travis has already been like beating Europeans and been at the top. Rob, when we compare it to Rob, we haven't seen Rob's best version yet, in my opinion, mm. whereas we may have seen Travis's and his best version may be behind him. I think mm-hmm. that, that that is a possibility. Now, the other thing that I do think, once again, we're back to hypotheticals, but I think some of the factors that make Travis relevant um, internationally is coming back to the, the setup manipulation. The way Travis trains, his unique style of training, and his ability to manipulate the setup and the strap. And I think that uh, – uh, a sub 100% Travis, like if we had the best version of him, let's say we're not going to get back to the best version of him, but we get back to 90%. I think those those outside factors, his ability to kind of manipulate does make him relevant if he puts his mind to it. But once again, it's all hypothetical. I think that he he does have kind of a silver bullet approach for um, some of, of the, the Eastern folks. I think that he manipulation wise can create serious problems for guys who have not grabbed him. Um, but is he ever going to be the strongest? He'll tell you he is, but I don't think we'll ever see that. <laughs> he's he's like, the uh, greatest, from, from, greatest talker, self promoter yeah. in Arnold Oh, uh, hands the, down. People used to say to me, oh, why? Yeah, so much problem with Travis. Why would you use Travis ever again? Travis was involved in the worst arm wrestling match in my entire career. But. And Travis will tell you a very different story to every other mother is in the room. But, uh, and Travis's version is really entertaining. You know. Well, the, the story he it's, told me, I, I was totally, or not the story he told me, oh. I listened to on his end, I was totally convinced. I was like, who's this terrible-ass ref? <laughs> well, he, 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 to, he, he totally like, is on, convincing. Uh, Travis, Travis will literally sit on the shore of Loch Ness and tell you that the monster exists, and you fucking drive home thinking, that's it probably does. And you're being entertained by what he said. But make no mistake about it. Travis is unbelievably convincing, but he's also, at his best, unbelievably good. Uh Now, Travis's matches were not usually entertaining. There's been, you know, very, very few matches in Travis Bajan's career which were entertaining. He'd have to dine out off the stand-up rich clip for a long of years. You say, (laughs) okay, I've seen that one. Now show me another match that Travis is in that's entertaining. And why... It's so difficult. It's because Travis was so good. And Travis's style was around going, taking the money. In fact, the longest thing that Travis was involved with on the entire weekend of competition was putting the money in his wallet. Because the actual winning of it didn't take long. It was done. But make no mistake about it. There's a distinction to make between Travis Bajan. Travis Bajan right arm and Travis Bajan left arm are very different. Right arm, Travis is upper echelon elite arm wrestler. On his best day, one of the best and most dangerous arm wrestlers out there, but you would not categorise or I would not categorise as ever the best. Left arm, he could conceivably be the very best super heavyweight arm wrestler of all time. I'm not sure that the best version of Travis on the left arm anybody can beat. I don't know. Because he usually won at a canter, and he usually won with such ease. As I say, the, the, the reason you'd have him in tournaments and the reason you'd promote him was because the interviews prior to the event and after the event were golden. 
Because yeah. he's a naturally charismatic, funny giant. He can say stuff just on the lead up to a story. He's going to tell you about somebody and you'll be laughing before he's even got to the story. I remember I was watching an episode of Beauty and the Beast and all he did was go, Leonard and Denise. And I was pissing myself silly. You know, he hadn't even told the story, but just the fact that he said it in the way he did was funny, you know. Now, some people, he's also unbelievably polarizing. Some people love Travis. They think he's amazing. And that army of people that love Travis will argue that Travis could climb the wall of the Empire State Building using only his lips. And Travis will stand there and tell you he definitely can do that. But regardless of all that, he's created this myth and legend about him and blows it up so big that there's the other side of that coin that hate Travis that'll say, ah, Travis wasn't that good. Neither one of those extremes is true. Travis was really, really, really good. If If that guy that was in the room that day when he beat Dave Chafee and demolished everybody on the left arm, but he beat Dave Chafee on the right arm. Let me tell you, that that man, that day, was exceptionally good. And would have been, if you'd have put him in the, the, the realms of all-time greatest super heavyweights, he'd have been in that conversation. And very much like we said with an arm wrestler like Hermes, who has that, X-factor danger. In other words, if he hits you on the chin, you will go to sleep. Travis always packed that. Always. Whenever he showed up in an event, he has the capability, the capability to beat anyone on his day. That's what you can really encapsulate around Travis. He may not be the very best of all time, but he might just beat that motherfucker on the right day. And he'll definitely sound good talking about it. And most people will be literally pissing themselves a little bit in some of the comments that he makes up on the way to the match and after the match. Super entertaining. And arm wrestling is a better sport. Yeah. Because of Travis Pagent and because of Travis Pagent's involvement. I love that Travis Pagent is an arm wrestler. Yeah. I do. I, I, I kind of wish that he would embrace and have a little bit more patience with with earnings on YouTube because I think his channel could be so freaking good if he did it. Anyway, go and at go some and point it's going to come yeah. together, and at yeah. some point it'll come to. I'm going to. I'd try and help Travis. I'd love mm, to see Travis make yeah. mega because one of the <laughs> things that I put higher than, than 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 most things in life, okay, is. Yeah. Uh, you're, 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 he, Trump, Travis is a real family man, all right? There's yeah. Travis Bajan, there's the persona of Travis Bajan, yeah. and there's the real Travis Bajan. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Mm, mm, and, yeah. and I had an interview on here the other week, all right, with Kevin Robertson. Kevin Robertson, people may know Kevin Robertson, may not know Kevin Robertson, right? And after we do the show, I'm going, on to Kevin's social media and I'm going to get a picture that I'm going to use in the in the thumbnail for Kevin Robertson. That's how I do it because I have no idea what I'm doing. So I'm trying to pull together this thing. And I look through some of his Facebook pictures and Kevin Robertson's entire profile is just Kevin and his, and his kids. Mm-hmm. It's 
focused on his kids. It's everything's his kids, his kids, his kids, his kids. It's hard to find a good picture of Kevin because Kevin's not really focused on him. He's not the guy that's got loads of shots of him. He's got loads of pictures. You can see 110% that Kevin Robertson's whole life is about his kids. Mm-hmm. And that tells me everything I need to know about Kevin Robertson. I can love him. He's ace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all those qualities when you speak yes, to Kevin, is. you get that. And I am a massive Kevin Robertson fan. Easy. Now, yeah. Travis, you might not think that Travis is Kevin Robertson. Mm, please. Yeah. He loves his kids. He lives, he's living vicariously through them. He loves them. They're killing it, too. And I'll tell you what, Time. he is producing savage kids. Savage, savage kids. And, uh, and, and Elite. for that alone, for that alone, I salute Travis Page and... Big time, because I value that high in a man. And whether you look, Travis is a product of his environment. He's a product of what he, but he's a successful product of his environment. Um, and what he's done with his kids. Uh, I mean, you look around the man. His wife is like a beautiful woman. His kids are fucking just. I think they're both like going to go on to be professional athletes. Both his sons. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty yeah. sure that I saw somebody on the Tyson, obviously, there now. Yeah. yeah. Tyson, 19, 20 years old, what he is. Yeah. And Ezra, younger kid. What it's Ezra, yeah. 15 or something. I don't know what he is. Not exactly. even, I don't think. Not even. Yeah, young teenager, but he's already a mm. friggin' well rounded athlete. Mm-hmm. He works the hell out of him, too. In that mm. low CrossFit gym he got, man, he works some kids out. And he does it for other kids too. It's not just his kids. He has his own sessions. It's, it's good stuff. If you don't know, if you don't know the guy, he's good. I mean, he's a good person. Period. The value you, the value that he has imparted into those kids and the human beings that he has made those kids become. That's where I, that, that guy behind the guy is more valuable in my opinion, than the guy you see on Beauty and the Beast, who is also really valuable and really funny. Sometimes <laughs> a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Nate, the things that go on like that, when when Travis says stuff like that, Travis is banter, he'll say stuff, he's, di- he's bullet direct and he'll say something. And if you choose to get pissy about that, that's your problem. he says stuff about me on and off. I couldn't give a about that I'll say stuff about him it's sort of water off a duck's back what do I think of Travis I think he's one of the best super heavyweight arm wrestlers of all time if he's capable of showing up like he used to show up fasten up your chin straps because somebody's getting hit and that's the truth mm-hmm. will we ever see it he's probably got what five more years as a window and I don't know. If, does, if he doesn't pull it, if he doesn't doesn't Five know, up, then, yeah. then it'll fade. But yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head a minute ago, mate. Because in terms of a yeah, could be an entity on YouTube, could be entertaining, could have followers. Holy living god! Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> because <laughs> ninety nine ninety nine point nine percent of the stuff that the people on YouTube want to see isn't the match. Yeah, yeah, it's a personality story. Here's why Travis is not going to do that, okay? Like, he could, his YouTube channel could be whatever he wants it to be. His, you know, his 
general fame notoriety could be whatever he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. But Travis is not focused for durations, just like he's not focused for durations on training. He is a sprinter, not a marathon runner. He is not a builder. Like it is like he's not going to slow build this YouTube thing. He's yeah. going to try and hit it real hard for a month and then he's going to lose interest. You know what I mean? And so has really gone his arm wrestling career and his focus in, in training. He's, he's Michelangelo in it. He might not yeah. paint that many garage roofs, but when he shows up and did the 16 yeah. channel, people are standing back and going, say what, Michael? Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can get him going. Like you can get him going on YouTube. Like if I called him up, say, hey, Travis, let's go down and, and do some YouTube content or whatever. People are like, all right, I got to give you a day. You know what I mean? But then he'll want me to upload everything and do everything. You know, he don't want to do the, the stuff that it takes. And I yeah. kind of identify with it too, because it is a pain, you know, and, and Ryan, I don't know how you do as much as you do. Uh, but yeah, I don't think, I don't see him doing it. Travis is like a, 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 a cash grab. Like, all right, I got mm. this event, you know, it's, well, I'm going to make 20 grand, boom. Um, yeah, rather short than, term like, um, he's, yeah. he's short term, not long term. Yeah. He's that, short, and I get think, it, custom might never happen. <laughs> but that's what he's like, when he's talking about enjoying the promoting, I don't know how he does that because he works so hard for those short periods of time. But I think that he genuinely enjoys making his month's worth of money on one day. Yeah, I think that yeah. that's yeah. just how he's hardwired. Yeah, he 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 loves the hustle, the grind of of yeah. his, his style of, of business, and yeah, yeah. He, li- he lives he lives for that thrill. I think that's the adrenaline rush for him. So yeah. extremely intelligent individual. Yes, extremely yeah. intelligent individual. I mean. Mm. A lot of a lot of his ethos in arm wrestling is almost identical to mine. Almost identical. It's like focus on the things that are real in an arm wrestling match. I mean, we're not going to get into it in this in this episode, but the all arm PR thing, and we've spoke about it before. You know, they do you know they're doing the lifts, um, mm-hmm. the carry over to. It's great to focus on. It's good fun. Is it really? You know, would I be going into my working week when I've no time? If I was getting back into the, I would not be doing much of that. I will be doing very little of that. So you know, it's where it's what pays out, and we've we've hopefully answered your questions out there, guys. Let's say if you don't feel like you have, let us know. Sorry, Paul. Can, can I can I can I bring one topic up? Just because I'm asking Anything you guys because I don't know. Um, so there was some super matches that happened um, in New York in Gene Camp's old setup, New York arm wrestling, whatever. Jake Aries is running it now, I think. So it was like that old school tournament style that they had, but they had some super matches. And New York is a hotbed now for Georgian arm wrestlers. So there was a couple of our lightweight guys that faced a couple of their lightweight guys. That I don't know a whole lot about Ray. I don't know if you maybe you probably have you seen this. I saw uh, so, it. Yeah. I saw okay, it. So Imeda, yeah. what's what's the the, the Imeda? Yeah, Imeda. Uh, he's uh, I think fifty five, sixty kilo world champ. I don't yeah. know how many times, but he has been world champ. Um, he he was facing Sam Posher. Uh, yeah. Like Sam is seventy kilo guy, and um, and he's not weak. Uh, Imeda won, but it wasn't easy. You know, yeah, he worked. Um, I was very surprised. Yeah, their second match was a screamer. Yeah, like we can, like Imanda has gone up. Like he's a he's a small dude. He's like really sixty kilo puller. Right. And mm-hmm. one time he went up in Zloty Tour, like the year two thousand eighteen. He went up to seventy, yeah. and he lost, like badly lost. So, right. 
like that 10 kilo, especially from 60, yeah. makes a huge difference, you know. Yeah. Uh, Sam, Sam is strong as well. Yeah, Sam is yeah. 70, and he was 60. I, I don't know how big he was. I don't I'm know taking how it, Sam was trying to hook. Kind of, but yeah. like kinda. with uh, against yeah. a hard-dumped wrist. But yeah. Sam had okay. a decent strap set up. It was a yeah. hard-dumped wrist and a yeah. fight just in the middle of the table. It was a good effort, good effort. It was a really from good match. Sam. Yeah. Uh, Zaza just ran through his opponent. Zaza, uh, Zaza, Zaza's high right, level. Right. Yeah. So, so he, I, I kind of saw like there was, there was false starts and, and, and I think Zach fouled out on the first setup. I don't think that he had anything for him. He flashed him, but I think, you know, after talking to Zach, when they got on the side table and like slow pulled different animal, but the speed yeah. was just unbelievable. Yeah, it's explosive, just very explosive. Yeah, he's got poke. Yeah. In 2018, he eliminated Vlad in World Championship in 80 kilo class. 2018 or 19. I, 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 I don't remember which one. In, in Turkey, in Turkey, 2018. So, yeah. Um, I think he's originally he, from Brisbane. <laughs> most likely. Yeah. Yeah, but he's very, very aggressive, uh, like a uh, fast start. I saw the comments Tim Bresnan made on, I think, on Engen's page about it. He said like he was, he he didn't want to, he didn't wa- he he doesn't want to referee him anymore. He even Zaza tried to enter amateur class. That from comments, that's what I wrote. That's what I yeah. read. So he's very. <laughs> High on table. Oh, I was trying yeah. to enter the amateurs. No way. Get off. Wait. What did What, what did Tim say? What was he saying? Tim Tim said that uh, he's like um, because Engin asked like how did this went and uh, Gennady's channel had the videos yeah. and they posted the videos right. but I, I couldn't find it anymore. I saw it just and Tim was like I don't want to referee that guy any any like never what? like saw, he, yeah. he was complaining even I even saw the complaining. Yeah, well, I think that's why Zach walked away with like a, a a bittersweet taste. Like he didn't feel like he'd get to arm wrestle him because you know when he yeah. had a decent setup, there was complaining and then fouls. But yeah, no, it was it, yeah. I think two matches like, were won on fouls. Yeah, Zaza is is a world level eighty kilo guy. I just yeah. don't know how much training he has done in the past year because I, I believe he lives in New York right now. Yeah, there's and, a bunch of Georgians in New York. A bunch of oh, them. okay. New York okay. And, and Washington, uh, D.C. George, you get, get the Ashville used to live over there, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And he was, what the hell happened to him? He was ro- he was king of arms for years. He, yep. He's a bad man, mate, let me tell you. Very yep. strong. I don't know if he's still out there, but. I haven't you know, seen or heard from him at, since I've been back to arm wrestling, but I'm familiar with him from talking to yeah, Morocco. He, but I think he's still around. Time. Very powerful love back in the day. But, yeah, Zaza, I'm excited Zaza's over in the States because a lot of – Right. I, I wish I could have made it. It was a Sunday tournament and I couldn't make it. I had football obligations and everything, but I wanted to just go and feel everybody, you know what I mean? What I have kind of noticed, you know, and I, and I worked a lot with, with Goga, uh, you know, and those guys are all – they all competed together on the team over there and everything. And what I have noticed, it seems like um, from and, – and some of the other Georgians that I work with, Lasha Durvelli and all the different guys that are up here, they struggle – with the strap set up. And I don't know. I really wanted to grab somebody of that caliber and mm. see, you know what I mean? From the European style, just from the learning aspect, you know, but I know Goga is unbelievable outside of the strap, but you know, when you put the strap on them, we're able to do different things. 
it's like that European mentality, especially from those. We 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 want to win fast. We don't care. Yeah. We want to win fast. We it's don't true, care about it's, you know. Not like rallies, you just want to win fast because it's a tournament. Everyone's dangerous. You don't want to get in those long matches. And so, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes guys who has that good stopping, but guys who has that good, good stopping power, they don't do good in tournaments. They don't become world champs. Even though they had a war with the number one, number three guy, they just couldn't make it because, you know, every, every match is a war. Yeah, you gotta put people to bed. Yeah. Took them in fast. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of matches over there, mate. And we've got to think about that for October if you're going to be on the card at the Arm Wars event, uh, who we, who we match you with there, because there's a lot of opportunities. There's some great players. I, I, I'd like to, I can think of so many that have matched up well with you, you know, so that'd be you know, just what weight and, and, and what we do. But, uh, ladies and gents, we're at an hour and 10 minutes at least in this show. We dragged on a little bit, but. Hopefully we answered some of the channel questions again, guys, and gave you a bit of insight on some of the stuff you've been writing to us. And sorry, I know that some of those questions haven't featured in earlier episodes, and I had said to the people that I would I would answer them. Um, so hopefully we've knocked a few of those over today. I want to say a massive thanks to all my co-hosts, as always, Raymond Lipins and Ryan Blue Bowen, as well as and alongside the White Oak, Paul Lynn. Uh, remember guys, this show brought to you by Western Survivor Beef Jerky, the best beef jerky in the world, in association with NatFit UK. Get on there, check out their products also at natfituk.co.uk. And until we see you next time here on The Fix, take it easy, peeps. What grabs your eyes on that, if anything? <laughs>